What is up ladies and gentlemen, what a fantastic time to be alive. Welcome to the standard of success, the epitome of excellence. This is the one, the only, constructing the beast. And I am your grateful host, as always, Darius Riddick, aka Warline One. And we are back with another installment in the number one health and wellness, the number one dominating, the number one ass-kicking um, 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 movement <laughs> on planet earth hot damn uh yes yo if this is your first time listening in thank you for being here whatever brought you here it was meant to be you are here for a reason nothing just happens just to happen okay whatever m- motions put in place for you to be here the universe brought you here for a reason and for that i'm absolutely grateful please Take the time over the next however long you feel fit to familiarize yourself with what the Constructing the Beast mission has been about up to this point. Because, damn, I know for a fact that you will learn something from it. And even if you don't, if you absolutely hate it, then uh, that's okay too, you know, because... um everyone's entitled to their opinion you know so whatever man it ain't for everybody but if you are back here um once again you know i truly appreciate the enthusiasm the effort the uh interest and uh the wealth that you guys continue to spread by by uh by even listening you know to 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 become a or the desire to become a better version of yourself and then act on that by being here or by implementing something one of these things in your life whatever that may be is one of the greatest uh jewels if you will in life right because no matter how crazy how hectic everything can get becoming a better version of yourself is all you can do at the bare minimum right that's what life is about and for you being here number one congratulations that is a major major fucking step that hundreds of millions of people will never understand okay so again take the time to congratulate yourself appreciate yourself and then you as well you know go back and listen to more and more episodes and continue to share because this show is free right i don't get paid to do this there's not sponsorships there's not a thousand ads at the beginning Worst case, you guys have to listen to me yab my gab for about two or three minutes before we actually get into it. But I want to make sure you guys understand the importance about like us being here and doing this and listening to this and how not only does it benefit you to make you a better person, but how your influence can then better others around you. And that's that's quite amazing to see that um, uh, that social influence and that momentum really play into reality. OK, now, with that being said, we are going to dial into another three questions today about health and wellness and if you're not aware with what we do um in this installment and that is basically i take the i started with the quarantine questions um back when this whole uh pandemic thing kicked off people had a bunch of questions when it came down to like what the fuck am i gonna do now like give me answers i want them now and of course, you can just you can Google Bing, DuckDuckGo, whatever you can get online and type in your question and you you're going to get an answer. Right. That's 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 the benefit of uh, information technology at your fingertips, literally. However, you do not know who's on the other side of that keyboard or that phone or that device. Right. Where is that information coming from now? That information can come from a reputable source if you figure out where that information is coming from. But if you're getting your shit from Wikipedia or from 
getinbettershapenow.com, then you're probably not getting it from a very reputable source, okay? And the problem is, even if someone may have been doing something for 10 or 20 years, and they've been doing it for, look, oh, I've been doing it for this long, and you're like, oh, you know, this person's 50, they've been doing it pretty much their entire life, that doesn't necessarily mean that they've been doing it right, okay? Because health and wellness, the information changes constantly, all the time, so something that you may Google and find the answer to could be old. If it's 2014, it still could be outdated. If it's 2018, it still could be outdated. Hell, just a year ago, you know, the concept, uh, talking recovery, you know, self myofascial release or SMR when you're actually foam rolling, in other words, is no longer called self myofascial release. It's called self myofascial rolling because, you know, we learned that the Golgi tendon organs, you know, the, the muscle sensing receptors or the, the change in sensing receptors really don't really release, right? So, so there's things, and this is just recent, a couple of years. So things are changing all the time. So the point of me doing this is to make sure that you all are getting accurate information. You're getting current information and you're getting it from a reputable source because i won't preach a motherfucking thing that i don't do myself right and something i do very well is this whole thing of of being in shape all around okay because i I fucking love it i love it all right i got this obsession about it you know and 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 i want to share that with you all because it's no good to me just keeping it inside, right? I know these concepts. I know how to gain weight, how to lose weight, how to get stronger, how to get faster. You know, what foods to eat, what foods not to eat, what to do, what not to do. But that doesn't truly benefit me, right? I can practice this stuff all day, but so many people out there would get so much more benefit from it by sharing it. Remember what we talked about at the beginning, sharing that wealth. That's what this is about. And by answering these questions, I want you all to live it, implement it and then share it with others so we can start building a more dominant ass kicking society okay so first things first right let's talk about question number one i get asked this question quite a bit you know and the fact to see this come up in them dms was actually pretty uh interesting uh, to say the least so the question is is it possible to lose weight and build muscle at the same time and your answer is absolutely i love when i get asked this question i love hearing this question asked in a public forum i love seeing uh, stuff about somebody you know like oh i want to lose weight but at the same time you know i don't want to really lose muscle and i'm not trying to see like a bodybuilder you know but I, but i still want to look good you know or you know i, I hear uh mostly uh males that are like you know i i, I want to lose the belly fat or I want to, you know, lose fat in certain areas, but I still want to look muscular. You know, I still want to look good. And, you know, absolutely. That is absolutely possible. Regardless of what your goals are, that is possible to do both things <clears throat> at once. And honestly, they really do work hand in hand, right? Losing weight doesn't just mean on the scale, right? Dropping some of those pounds. It doesn't just mean losing some inches off your waist and it doesn't just, you know, losing your belly fat or burning some fat, whatever that may be. It's all encompassing, right? It's just all around getting in better shape. So when you start, when you start talking about multiple principles, right? There's this, uh, there is the principle of specificity when you talk about like doing something specific, but you can, uh, combine different goals it's almost like if you are a professional athlete and you're trying to increase your vertical and you're trying to get faster right the body is one of the most adaptive machines on the planet on this planet specifically um and you can uh train your body to do multiple things at once now some now again this probably 
you're probably thinking it's easier said than done. But in reality, it's it's going to be easier done than said, right? Because right now I'm throwing so much information that you guys are probably like, Yo, what the fuck is this guy talking about? But I want you to understand a couple things that you really need to grasp in order to make this whole weight loss and muscle building thing or lean muscle, you know, or losing fat, burning fat, lean muscle, whatever it is at the same time to make this possible. Okay. Because bodybuilders do it all the fucking time every day. Right. Um, and it's called a caloric deficit and a caloric surplus. Right. So so you guys are aware, and that's insult anyone's intelligence, okay? A calorie is a unit of measurement. That's that's all it is. It's, it's measuring how your body is going to burn off certain things in layman's terms, right? The food we eat, the things we drink, we put into our body, whenever it all breaks down from, you know, the glucose gets stored as glycogen and our, and our blood soaks everything up and it distributes and transports to the rest of our body, the nutrients, all that stuff, you know, that happens it has to get measured in some way, okay? Everything has to get measured by some kind of dynamic. And for the body, that's by calories, okay? Now, based on your lifestyle, based on your build, there are a certain amount of calories that you should take in in order to function properly, to carry out those daily activities. Now, for the longest time, it was that 2,000 calories is the daily recommended value. And in some circumstances, that is still the recommended value. And in it really depends. You have to find out what works for you. Now, without getting too deep into this question, it's about finding your energy needs, right? In order to understand what a caloric surplus is and a caloric deficit is, you need to know how many calories that you require throughout the day, right? And I'm not going to go through the formula, but what I want you guys to do is go in and figure out your BMR, right? Go to wherever you search things and go to what is my BMR. There's going to be a thousand things that come up. I can't recommend one to you, you know, because, I mean, ultimately they'll get you to the same place, plus or minus 100, right? But that's that's 100 calories is, is negligible. You'll burn that walking up and down the stairs a couple of times, okay? But <clears throat> what I want you guys to understand, so just right off the bat, right, caloric surplus means that you consume more calories than you burn off, okay? So if you need whatever yeah, Betty Joe Billy if you need 2000 calories in one day to operate normally um then that is your that is that is your amount now if you eat 2500 calories you are now in a caloric surplus that means your body is going to take that extra 500 calories and do whatever the fuck it wants to with it okay now where that where that can become both a good thing is an issue is and it's an issue is if you're not a very active person right and because a sedentary lifestyle will present a lot more issues than you really need so if you are sedentary ex if you don't really get up and move around if you work a desk job you don't really exercise or you know you don't really the concept of of, of working out isn't really for you your body is going to store all of those extra calories because it's not burning them off. It has no way to measure it. It's all adding up and it has to go somewhere. So what's going to happen is, again, I'm not going to go too deep into the science because I'm a fucking nerd and I'll be here all day. But it's going to get stored into this these 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 deposits or adipose tissue cells. OK, and once it gets in there, oh boy, it's really hard for them to get out because uh, your body wants to keep that. And if you continue that cycle over time then you are going to gain weight in a bad way okay now that is the bad way now where it can be used to your advantage is if you are an active person and you are trying to 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 you know 
be stronger or you're trying to um, gain that muscle that we talked about. And <clears throat> so if you're if you if your daily requirement is twenty five hundred calories and you consume three thousand and then you work out and burn off that extra 500, now your body is gonna have that same amount of energy to do more, if you will. So you're going to be able to sustain your normal, the things you do normally, and also your body is gonna have extra calories and extra energy in order to you know, be able to carry out more functions. And that's one of the reasons why you know, health professionals have worked, I mean, tirelessly, I would say, over the past couple of years to inform people that calories is not the problem. Or it are not are not the problem. I'm not good with grammar. Come on, you guys, <laughs> give me a break here, okay? Calories, th- that's not the problem, right? It, it's 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 carbohydrates, fats, proteins. Those are not the issues, okay? What the issue is is when people eat is people eat more and they do less, right? If you're eating more, drinking more, uh, uh, going out to eat more, if you're prepping more meals at home and you're not matching that with being active. That's where the issue is coming from because then you're going to start gaining weight, right? Everything is good in moderation, even water, right? Water. If you drink too much, you're fucking drown yourself, man. It's crazy, you know. If you have too much air at once, you'll like pop a lung or something. You you gotta you gotta match things up the right way. Absolutely, you absolutely have to. And when it comes to calories, you have to do the same thing. So back to the question: Is it possible to lose weight and build muscle? At the same time, hell fucking yes. But it starts with first finding out your energy needs, what you need to sustain day-to-day operations, and then pairing that with an active lifestyle. And once you start getting the feel of things, you can, in fact, build muscle or become lean, if you will, whatever that may look like for you, and lose weight. EX, get in better shape. All right. Mm. The question number two, as I wipe all the water from my mouth, is what is the difference between a cheat day and a cheat meal? <laughs> now let's get something fucking straight right now, okay? There is no reason why there should be a such thing as a cheat day, right? You guys and everyone out there works too fucking hard to have an entire cheat day, right? Well, the one thing that having an entire cheat day does is throw off your consistency. And I in no way, shape, or form as a coach, as an athlete, as a health professional, um, as a person, anything really would ever recommend an entire cheat day, right? That that <clears throat> has a possibility of doing so many things. I mean, don't it, let's not even physically, right? We're talking about mentally, right? The, the, the psychology between associating what you eat throughout the day and how you feel in your own skin and how your body is going to feel the next day is i mean there there's a direct correlation between it and and science and psychology and you know health and wellness have been proving that for years now and even more so it's been solidified within the past couple decades so it's important even if you've been consistent for two weeks or two years right it's you can't ruin that by doing cheat days exactly and i know some people are going to disagree and and that's okay right but look at everyone that i've coached look at myself and look at the progress that we've made and you know look at their physiques their performance and honestly 
the success, the progress speaks for itself. So like I said, I'm not going to tell you guys something that I'm not, that I wouldn't do myself. And personally, I would not do an entire cheat day because I know that can have such a negative effect on both the, the mental fortitude of staying disciplined when it comes to your food, as well as <clears throat> the physical uh, capabilities, like how are you going to feel the next day? Because what you eat today is going to affect you tomorrow, right? It's not about what you're eating today. So with that being said, I mean, as far as cheap meals go, absolutely. A absolutely. There are such things called justified rewards. And I'm not sure which episode it, it, it is that we talked about it. I mean, it's been so many now. It's probably about 70 episodes ago where we talked about um, having your cake and eat it too. Uh, and, and what that basically means is that like when you work out extensively or when you go for a run or when you do something that burns off a lot of energy, you deplete your sugar levels. You deplete your, your depending on the level of uh, exercise, depending on the level of um, intensity, you can de deplete your glycogen levels. OK, and basically what your body stored for the, the reserves to be used in a time of emergency um, is now very low if it's not completely depleted, right? So you need to restore that. So it's recommended that after a workout, you have 25 to 50 grams of some kind of sugar, sugary, goody substance, right? <clears throat> but it has to be with within that because if you start to overdo it, right, that moderation that we talked about, now your body is not is going to restore those levels, right? Like like that word, the goal that we're after. But it's going to have all this excess shit left over and it has to have somewhere for it to go. And it can't just escape on its own. So your body is going to store everything it can. Um, and then uh, the rest of it is just going to sit there. And then it's probably going to your storage. Your storage capabilities are going to be built even more. And what's fascinating about that is it's, it's a survival mechanism, right? Because when you deplete your body of anything, it's going to store things later on because it doesn't know when it's going to get that substance the next time, especially if it actually needs it. When it comes to sugar, when it comes to, to glucose and further into store, being stored as glycogen, your body needs that stuff for efficient operation, right? Um, but again, the moderation. So if you give your body too much, it's going to take it all in and be like, holy fuck, I can use all this. I'm going to store some for later just in case this motherfucker gets get start to step out the box and get wild on me again i got some as a backup right because you ain't gonna break me down player and reasonably it's a whole bunch of chemical stasis and other different processes that go into that but that's essentially how it is that's how it makes the most sense to me and i feel like it is easier digested giggity when i say that that way with you all as well okay so understand cheat meals aren't bad they are not bad they are a good thing actually especially when it comes to proper recovery but you have to earn it you have to earn it that is the key cheat days i don't agree with but you know to each their own cheat meals hell yeah but earn it first because one of the things that i feel like are missed by a lot of people is that whole recovery portion because believe it or not restoring those levels is part of the recovery it's all about staying consistent Okay, keeping that intensity high so you can match your calories with your actual activity, lifestyle, and levels, and then not being afraid to get dirty. Vary it up a little bit so you can start pairing those exercises with different things. And then once you get depleted, you know, once you earn it, there is a such thing as having your cake and eating it too. Yeah, baby, see you back in my zone. Just when I need my mom. Yeah. Nigga been in hell the same old on a mission